another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. I'm your host, Pat Soroyes. With me, as always, in studio, not as always, in Kath, studio. my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hi, how are you, Pat? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's weird. I haven't done a podcast in the same room as anyone in a long time. Yeah, in like <laughs> a couple months at least. Yeah. It's been quite a while. But yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm in Austin. I'm at Permanent Record Studios. Yes. Which uh, we're also testing out some video recording today, so... I don't know. We'll probably post at least stills from this. Yeah. It's a nice setup. Yeah, it looks it's cool. It's like a very nice uh, yeah. recording <laughs> But yeah, it was, it's weird to like hear you do the intro and just sit here and look at you do the yeah, intro. Yeah, right, right. Instead of doing it over Skype. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in Austin for Master Pancake for like 72 hours. So yeah. getting in some it. recording. Boom, yeah, in and out, Kath. Uh, <laughs> usually I'm just locked in here by myself. I'm just yeah, shouting at the mic. Right. Yeah. Oh man, so uh, yeah, you uh, you've been on the road, right? With- I've been on the road. I was on the road with my friend Street Fight Radio for like a week. It was super fun. Uh, but yeah, so we did. I was here like a week ago <laughs> for yeah, like a yeah, day. Yeah, just saw you. And then uh, yeah, we did Oklahoma City, Dallas, Houston, Austin, and then I was home for three days, and now I'm back. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Life on the road, baby. Life on the road. I have like That's two gigs, and I'm like, oh, road life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have like one more thing in like two weeks, and then I'm I don't have anything on the road, but I'm still like, ah, oh, touring comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful day here in Austin. Beautiful, gloomy day. Gloomy day. Uh, yeah. It's gonna rain later. Very excited. Into it. Mm-hmm. Into it. How have you been? I've been good. I've been uh, I've been working a lot. Um, so I don't have anything cool to talk about. Yeah, just making money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making money, snapping necks, cashing checks. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been fun. I'm moving back into the luxurious sandstone apartments. Mm-hmm. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah, happy to be back. Good to be back. It's in decline. They need my help. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Yeah, I gotta keep, get in there. You gotta keep those property values reasonable. Yeah, by yeah, man. In. I gotta. Yeah, they 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 changed the the volumes is the new name. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's so. Uh, for our listeners, sandstone is an apartment complex that has been the. Sanctuary and home for Austin comedians for probably ten years now. Yeah, more than that. Yeah, and uh, it it's in a very rapidly gentrifying part of Austin. And, and we are out there doing our very best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's like it started gentrifying, and then the comics moved in. Yeah, we but then it... now the gentrification process has moved past broke artists. Yeah, <laughs> and so you guys are trying to hold it down and keep it from getting to yeah. luxury. Yeah, because yeah, it just got bought by this like fancy this apartment company that like bought all the apartments on this street. Every one of them, and they named them. It, there was like eight apartment complexes, all different and uh, different names and what have you. Then they named them all Volume One through Eight. So yeah. it's like or now they have nine now. Yeah, it's uh, it's a real bummer. It's whack. Yeah, it's very sad. But yeah. Thanks to Pat. Hopefully he can keep those properties. Yeah, I'm going to get in there. Yeah, I'm just going to walk around barefoot, just yep. mean, vicious. Smoking cigarettes. Smoking mad cigarettes, just pacing. Getting in shouting fights with people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to rule. Yelling at the leasing office. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, I have a scam for us today. All um, right. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. This is a, a case study of something that is like... I think a really interesting phenomenon, and uh, yeah, I, I want to talk about it. Yeah. We were we were originally supposed to have a guest today, our friend Avery Moore, but sadly she is sick, yeah. so she's not here. Um, so I kind of developed this with with another lady in mind. So you'll just have to <laughs> yeah. channel your feminine side. Okay, all right, I'm getting there. I'm gonna let me get a drink of a black cherry Waterloo. Yeah, that's true. Black cherry seltzer, very feminine. I I looked at it with getting envy in? when I walked yeah. in. Um, got yeah, yeah, so full of them. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm gonna get one. Yeah, after yeah. This. Uh, so this story is primarily from uh, an Atlantic article from April 2018 by Rachel Monroe. It was called "The Perfect Man Who Wasn't." Uh. Um, so yeah, this is all free and available to read on uh, on uh, the Atlantic website if you're interested. So let's get started. Uh, so the article begins, by the spring of 2016, Missy Brandt had emerged from a rough few years with a new sense of solidity. At 45, she was three years sober and on the leeward side of a stormy divorce. Very good metaphor, Rachel Monroe. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was living with her preteen daughters in the suburbs of St. Paul, Minnesota and working as a flight attendant. Missy felt ready for a serious relationship again. So she made a profile on OurTime.com, a dating site for people in middle age. Never heard of OurTime.com. Never heard of it. And uh, you know what? I'll never have to hear of it because I'm never hitting the- <laughs> <laughs> Not making it. 
I thought you were going to be like, because I'll definitely be settled down by then. No, you're just oh, not making it. No, yeah, no, I'm going to be alive at that point, but I'm never getting old. I, mm. Yeah, I signed up for that package. I see, I so, see. Yeah, gotcha. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, ourtime.com. I mean, that's great. I'm glad there's a yeah. website specifically for people in middle age, because like, the older, be I'm on Hinge and Tinder and stuff, and the older I get, slim pickings, my yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's got to be rough, man. Uh, like... They, well, they have the website, you know, for everything now. I can imagine that being middle-aged on, like, Tinder or something. Yeah, just be you like, can't. Yeah. You just see, especially if you're a man, like, you just seem like a creep. Oh, for sure. And it's like, I'm just single. Like, I don't yeah. know what to do. Like, <laughs> Just you're looking for a good time, you know? Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is, I guess, like, middle-aged people also go to Match.com, which is also yeah. going to come up. It feels like story. they would have the money to do, like, the like the, like the eHarmony where they actually do Right. Is eHarmony still a thing? I think so. Yeah. But it's I think like people in middle age, like their dating strategy is much more sort of practical. So yeah. it's they like, go to a thing like that and they pay and then it's basically just like they cut to the chase real quick. Yeah, they got that boomer people. money they get in there. They're yeah. just like, look, just get I don't want to wait. Give me a kid, give me a guy. Yeah. Uh but anyway, so she gets on our time dot com and uh she also finds some slim pickings. Uh, you know, the uh the article puts it as the desperate, the depressed, the not quite divorced. Uh, get there, man. He's got the ring on his finger. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not official yet, but uh, but she found one guy that stood out, uh, a 45-year-old man named Richie Peterson. He was a career naval officer, an Afghanistan vet who was finishing his doctorate in political science at the University of Minnesota. When Missy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pat yeah, just no. shook his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> when Missy liked his profile, he sent her a message right away and called her that afternoon. They talked about their kids, their divorces, their sobriety. Richie told her he was on vacation in Hawaii, but they planned to meet up as soon as he got back. A few days later, when he was supposed to pick her up for their first date, Richie was nowhere to be found, and he wasn't responding to her texts either. Missy sat in her living room, alternately furious at him for letting her down and at herself for getting her hopes up enough to be let down. I'm thinking, what a dumbass I am. He's probably at home hanging out with his wife and kids, she says. At 10 p.m., she sent him a final message. This is completely unacceptable. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, A few minutes later, she gets a reply from Richie's friend, Chris, who said Richie had been in a car accident. He was okay, thank God, but the doctors wanted to do some extra testing since he'd suffered head trauma while in Afghanistan. Chris sent Missy a picture of Richie in a hospital bed, looking a little banged up but grinning gamely for the camera. Missy felt a wave of relief, both that Richie was okay and that her suspicions were unwarranted. Oh, thank God he was in a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, thought, I thought he hurt my feelings or something crazy like that. Well, also just like, I feel like it's a red flag that she sent like a bunch of texts and then only got one back at 10 p.m. when she was like, fuck this. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- this, if I were in her position, this would not be enough to completely raise a red flag. Like people yeah, get in car yeah. accidents. There's a picture of him. I'd be in like, the car accident. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be like, all right. Like this is a weird, unfortunate coincidence, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know, in most internet dating, you don't meet the people before the first dates. I mean, who knows? What right. Yeah. It's like you have like a basis of contact with them to know what's out of the ordinary. So right. Um, and they did eventually meet in person. Um, and and her relief was even more profound then because he was great. Uh, he was tall and charming. He's a good talker, a good listener. He seemed eager for a relationship. Uh, he could be a little awkward, but Missy chalked that up to his inexperience. Uh, he told her he hadn't been with a woman in eight years. Plus, dating him was fun. Richie had a taste for nice things, expensive restaurants, four-star hotels, and he always insisted on paying. He kept a motorboat docked at a nearby marina, and he'd take Missy and her daughters out for afternoons on the water. The girls liked him, and so did the dog. So... That's another thing is like the dog liked him. Yeah. So yeah. it's like if the dog likes him, like he's probably legit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, they've they're never wrong about anything. Uh, I just feel like <laughs> if a, if a dog if dogs if I like someone and a dog likes someone, I'm like I try I put it in the pro call. Yeah, I'm yeah, like this yeah, person yeah. has a good soul. Yeah, oh yeah, I've I've been at a place where I'm like, oh man, I hope this dog likes me, and it likes me. Yep. I'm like, yep, the dog likes me. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I get it. Uh, but like, what's crazy? Like, obviously, I assume there's gonna be something uh, something amiss here. A twist and a turn. But like, that's a lot of time. Like, you're like, hey, taking daughters out on the boat, and like, it's just yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of time, but I also again think like middle-aged people who've been divorced, like they move quick because it's just like I know what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can tell when I'm compatible with someone, and also I'm like lonely and tired yeah. because I have kids and I'm divorced. Girls, this is Richie. <laughs> yeah, hey Richie. <laughs> Richie, here he is with his boat. Yeah, yeah. taking you out on the boat. I mean, pull, yeah, pulling up on the boat. Richie, what's not to like? Yeah. 
Survived a car accident. Obviously a strong man. I've been thinking about, like, since I lived in Austin, I've been like, I just need to, like, make friends with a boat. Like, someone <laughs> yeah, with a boat. Yeah, or just with a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, that'd be fine, too. I just, yeah. like... I just really want to hang out with people with boats. Yeah, man. I, I love I love being on a boat. Yeah, it's, it's so the best fun. feeling. My my homeboy has a, a a little catamaran, I guess, where he, he mm-hmm. took two canoes and made a little platform in the middle. Oh, like a pontoon. Yeah, and we would just like go, take that down. He goes down like the Lampasas River and goes out in the country. Does a lot. That sounds great. I would, yeah, I went there one day. We drank beer for like twelve hours yeah. just going down the river. It was I just want to drink beer on a boat. Yeah, and like I wanted to when I lived in Austin. I feel like it was more feasible. And now that I live in New York, it's like. Manhattan is an island, but you need to be, like, a billionaire to have a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You either need to be, like, a billionaire or you need to live in, like, deep queens. Yep. Like, those are the two things you can be. So it's, like, I need to make friends with, like, a billionaire or, like, a retired cop, and that's it. (laughs) Those are the only people with boats. Yeah, if you want to snag a bunch of dudes with boats, move to Colleen, Texas. Mm. whole bunch of guys get out of the Army. They got a sweet retirement check coming in, starting a second career. They're getting boats. Got the belt and lake. I just watched uh, the big short on the plane, ah, and there's play. just like a good uh, uh, Billy Magnuson plays like a meathead uh, real estate agent in that, and he just has this really funny line read where because they're they're just talking about how they're like ripping off people with bad credit and yeah, yeah, bad yeah. loans and stuff, and he's like, I used to be a bartender, now I own a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's really funny. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but that yeah. Anyway, he's got a boat. He's doing good. Yeah. Um. Boats get you, they, they get you by, they get you a little, it's a little status check, like, you know. It's true. I had a guy walking to my restaurant one time uh, the other day, and we walked to a nice place downtown, and he had a suit on, mm-hmm. he's walked in, and he goes, hey, you had a rambic, I got some butter? And I was like, yes, yes, man in a suit, yes, sir. Of I course, like, yeah. Butter. I gave it, he walked off, I was like, man, I hope we have some kind of business relationship with that guy. <laughs> he just <laughs> wanted some loose butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? He just scraped it out to his pocket. <laughs> All right, I'm good to go. He's got to grease my pocket a yeah. little bit. <laughs> Luck, you know? Yep. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Missy, Missy and Richie are uh, you know. Oh, are that's going a good, good. middle aged couple name too. Absolutely. Yeah, you see so it's, name mi- it's Missy with an I too. Get out of here, girl! Come on. <laughs> <laughs> a few months into their relationship, Missy missed a shift at work and got fired. Richie leaped into provider mode. He told her that he'd take care of her bills for the next four months, and she should relax and take stock of her life and spend time with her kids. Uh, maybe wow. he could put her and the girls on his university insurance. Maybe, he told her, with the benevolent confidence of a wealthy man, she wouldn't have to work. The offer wasn't all that appealing to Missy. I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom again, she says, but she took it as a sign that things were getting serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's that's dead serious. I, I like, I get that, because, like, I don't know. Like, I we do comedy, so, like, not having a day job is different than, like, not... You, like yeah. us not working, not quote unquote working for money is like different than like a regular person not yeah, working yeah, for money because yeah, yeah. we have like a whole thing that we do not yeah, for money yeah, that we yeah, want to yeah. do for money. But uh, I don't know. I feel like if, if someone was like, you don't have to work, I'd be like, yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, um, I'm, in, uh-huh. I'm in, yeah. Dude, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a tight little gig, man, when it, <laughs> when you can do it, like just not working and if you have some money stacked up, like it's, it's a fun time, but you know, you gotta, you gotta buckle down. Yeah, man. Uh, I I don't know. Like, I'm I'm kind of in between. So, like, I I'm like right on the brink of almost being able to make it work working part time, yeah. but like maybe have to go full time. And so like just thinking about like, oh, if I didn't have to work at all. Yeah, so yeah, good. yeah. It is sick. But anyway, uh, the longer they kept dating, the more problems cropped up. However, Richie liked to say he didn't quote do drama. That's a red flag. Uh, but drama seemed to follow him nonetheless. It got to feel as if every text from him was an announcement of some new disaster. He had to check his daughter Sarah into rehab. He had to put his beloved Shih Tzu Thumper to sleep. (laughs) Poor Thumper. Uh, Richie had lingering medical problems from his time in the service, and Missy was constantly having to drop him off or pick him up at the hospital. He was always canceling plans or not showing up when he was supposed to. Mm. When Missy got fed up, uh, some new tragedy would happen. His mother died, he was in a motorcycle accident, and she'd be roped back in. So, yeah, the unluckiest dude on earth. Yeah, roller coaster with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one day in early August, driven by a feeling she couldn't quite pinpoint, Missy took a peek at Richie's wallet. Inside was a Minnesota state ID with a photograph that was unmistakably Richie's, but with an entirely different name. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, dude, that's, yeah, that's, that's like the, that's not even like a, 
suspicious. That's like a hard evidence, right? Like, yep. I, honestly, if you like, if you have kids, like, and he's around the kids, like, that's like you see that. It's like, yo, let's get out the house, let's go to like a hotel or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. I mean, that's a scary thing to have to Google if you have kids. She yeah. has daughters too, so it's yeah. like this could be anybody. You yeah. Know? So his name, the name on the license is Derek Mylan Aldred. The wallet contained a couple of credit cards belonging to someone named Linda. Ooh. Missy's heart sank. She'd had a nagging sensation that something wasn't right in her relationship, but she'd shaken it off as her being untrusting. These mysterious objects in his wallet, though, seemed to affirm that Richie was engaged in some larger form of deceit, even if she didn't understand all the details yet. Yeah. So this is, I can't imagine how scary Googling this guy would be, but yeah. she Googled him, and she finds half a dozen mugshots. Uh, alongside news articles with alarming phrases such as career con man and long history of deception. Oh no. And at, at, at this point she's not she doesn't have any any money on the table, right? Like No, that's what's interesting is she uh, uh, she has not been swindled yet. Okay. All right, good. Like she's been misled but she hasn't been financially drained by this Okay, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. her knowledge. So Oh. Well, see. I'm looking out for Missy. I'm I'm in with her, you know, like I, yeah. I want her to do good. Um but yeah, so so Missy Missy starts reading all this stuff. Um she she finds out all this crazy shit about this guy. So it seems like his real name is Derek Aldred. Uh, he'd posed as a firefighter and scammed hospitals out of drugs. Uh, oh, shit. He dated a woman in California under false pretenses and drained her bank account of almost $200,000. Uh, he'd married a woman, pretended to pay bills on their home, and then vanished after it was foreclosed <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Which oh, is I, fucking yeah. crazy. I, I've lived with Richie before. Yeah, yeah. I know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that yeah. dude you pay rent to who never actually delivers oh, it to the man. landlord. Yeah, those that that's happened. That's been like twice in my life. And you're really? just like, you're like, what the heck? Like, yeah, it's, it's uh That sucks, man. Yeah. It's I mean, I I Venmo my roommate, so she could be doing it. Like yeah. I pay I'm not on the lease, I pay her and then she pays the bill. But Yeah, yeah. So, like it was once when I was younger and once when I was like, okay, this shouldn't be happening anymore. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully once, shame on me, fully twice. Yeah. Once it was like five of us living in a fucking house. Yeah, that was yo. <laughs> it happens. Uh, but yeah, so so that happened with a with a with a mortgage. So the home got foreclosed on. Like that's oh, the worst. Shit. Uh, but yeah, he'd posed as a surgeon. Uh, that that's the worst thing to pose as, man. Just don't do like don't just, do that. I mean, yeah. at least he wasn't doing surgery on people. Yeah, because did you know Dirty John? Oh yeah, that, yep. yeah. That's that one's insane. Yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, Doctor uh, Death. Death. Yeah, yep. yeah. Dude stayed up just doing blow all night and then did his friend's back surgery who he was doing blow with. And, Insane. Oh, God. Insane. Yeah. Uh, Finish yeah. this episode. <laughs> don't, don't jump right up. Check check on check out those other two podcasts yeah. after you're done with this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was posing as a surgeon. Uh, he checked into this fancy hotel in St. Paul with with another woman who also had two daughters. Racked up nearly two thousand dollars in charges and then skipped out on the bill and the woman. Damn. So he's a scumbag. Yeah. He's a scumbag. Um, so Missy's like freaking out. Um, she remembers in the wallet, she sees those credit cards that yeah. belong to somebody named Linda. So she tracks Linda down. She's like, I got to, other yeah, people yeah, yeah. are clearly being like swindled by this guy. We got to figure it out. So she, t- she contacts uh, this woman named Linda Dias, who she finds uh, via Facebook. And uh, cause again, middle-aged people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what they're do all day. Um, <laughs> So Missy Missy messages Linda on Facebook. Um, when M- Linda got the message from Missy, she was in the house with her boyfriend of seven months, Rich Peterson. <laughs> oh shit! Linda had been going through. Richie, an, I know, right? What are you doing, man? He, he's a dog, man. Oh god. Uh, Linda had been going through an ugly divorce when she'd met Rich on OurTime.com, and he'd seemed almost too good to be true. A Christian, a military vet, a fellow conservative. On their first date, after the server set down their plates, Rich closed his eyes and said a beautiful prayer. <laughs> Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> I was blown away by that. Here I was on a first date, and he's actually going to stop and say a prayer in the restaurant. It was touching, Linda said. She was smitten. Within two weeks, he was at my house all the time. So, yeah, she's like, finally, this yeah, upstanding, yeah, proud yeah. American, <laughs> good, God-fearing yeah. Christian man. My mom has a very high opinion of a guy that, she shouldn't just simply when we were teenagers he would pray at every meal and she's like I like the guy yeah I was like, like he's good he's like, like that he's guy's a, a scumbag yeah, yeah he's the worst <laughs> <laughs> if you want to win over a certain sect of uh, yeah. boomer that's, oh, yeah. that's what you do um, so yeah uh, 
Linda, sadly, a few months into the relationship, lost her job as a, at a financial services company. But Rich made it seem okay. He found them a house to rent in an upscale suburb of St. Paul, uh, said he'd help with the rent, uh, and she and her six-year-old son moved in. Uh, Linda hung her clothes next to Rich's Navy uniforms. He displayed the frame certificates for his military honors, a purple heart and a silver star on the walls. One day, she stumbled into paperwork for a $100,000 college fund he had secretly started for her son, and her heart surged. So she's like, this is amazing. Yeah. What an incredible man. Yeah, yeah. He's left the browser open of this. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm wondering how she, quote unquote, stumbled upon that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, recently, though, the relationship had been rockier. Rich drank a lot, and his constant trips to the hospital, which he blamed on his persistent effects of his war wounds, were exhausting. It's my war wounds, baby. <laughs> I can't help it. It's my war wounds. He's hung over. I'm like, a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's hung over. Like, I got war wounds, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the war last night. <laughs> Life is a war. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I mean. I never came home. <laughs> so Linda gets this Facebook message. This is sort of all the context for who is receiving this message from Missy. Yeah. Uh, she initially dismissed it as the rantings of a jealous ex, which makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If, if your relationship is, you know, more or less going well and this guy's like helping you out and you think he's like a war hero yeah. and like a good, you're just like, okay, this is somebody who's like, who's been spurned. Yeah. I'd imagine like if you're like a middle-aged woman in a relationship and, and Missy is the name that pops up in the yeah, video. Yeah. just like, yeah, no thanks, sister. You're like, going like, to be judgy. Yeah, yeah. Linda's going to hit delete on that. Yeah. So, uh, however, like she lets it sit for a while. Because for a few weeks, she'd had a vague sense that things between her and Rich were askew in some fundamental way. Uh, a couple days later, she finally opens the links uh, that Missy had sent. Like, she sends all this stuff, like, yeah. all the, all the yeah. news articles and stuff. Uh, and and Linda, to her credit, is immediately like, fuck this guy. How do I get him out of my house? Yeah, like, yeah, she, yeah. Like, That's is what's up. On board right away. Yeah. Um, thankfully, Richie solved that problem for her, announcing that he was once again in so much pain he needed to go to the emergency room. Yeah, just lock the door on the way out. <laughs> well, so she drops him off at the ER, and then she calls the police. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, at 3 in the morning, Derek told her he would catch an Uber home, and Linda alerted the police. When she saw the red and blue lights through her window, she sent Missy a message letting her know that Derek was in custody. Nice. So these two women... They they're very different. Like yeah. Missy, Missy with an eye. She has like a tattoo of a daisy on her toe. Like yeah. she's like a she's a Missy with an eye. And yeah. then <laughs> and the, the old, old girl said uh, it was a fellow conservative. Right. So was he even like switching that up? Was yeah. he like, oh yeah. man? So like Missy's like kind of a kind of a free spirit, and yeah. then Linda is like a very traditional uh, woman. But they kind of strike up a friendship based on their bond of being like swindled by this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're sort they sort of work together to kind of uncover this dude's trail. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've seen him back to back on a poster. You know, right? Just like, <laughs> I, I just think this would be a great movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Linda eventually figured out that Derek Aldred had not only been lying about his name, his job, and his past. He'd also been depleting her savings to bolster his fake life. Damn. So Linda is the one who's g getting swindled and yeah. all the money drained out of her accounts. Like he, yeah, he yeah, had her yeah, credit yeah. cards. So um, as she went over her bank statement, she said she began to piece it together, how he'd stolen emergency credit cards out of her jewelry box and ordered new cards in her name, which is very clever. Yeah. Uh, then used those cards to fund fancy dinners and trips to Hawaii with her and other women. Uh, <laughs> he'd siphon money from her retirement savings to pay off credit card bills. Uh, he bought the boat with her money. That the boat, boat that he, oh, that yep, he was like, damn. That he was taking Missy out on. He bought it with her money. Uh, he bought two motorcycles that he gave as <laughs> gifts to other women. Uh, so, and apparently the hospital thing, what he was doing was he'd ask Linda to drop him off at the hospital and then get Missy to pick him up at the hospital as soon as she was gone. <laughs> so it was like his like, cause he doesn't have a car, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this fucking guy just hanging out in the waiting room all the time. Like, I guess. Like, what yeah. do you think if you work at that hospital? Yeah, reading, reading like a Men's Health from two like, two years ago. Just oh, it seems like he probably also. I think he had a drug problem too. I would imagine. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he I had business he would, to take care of there. So like at the hospital, I think he was like getting. He was like malingering yeah. to get drugs. Um, but yeah, so that that was his sort of like his yeah. bus depot was the hospital. And it's crazy to think like before like Facebook and the internet, how many dudes were just doing this? Like you hear all these people like, yeah, another family, you know, on Long Island or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, like, secret like, families and shit. Yeah, and you could back then you could just really keep that shit up because again mm -hmm. we talked about it, you just change your hair and go to a different town. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and even we're gonna get into it in this article, but like these types of things are really difficult to prosecute. 
um, for a lot of oh, reasons yeah, that, yeah, we'll, yeah. that we'll talk about. But even now, it's like you don't really face like a lot of people who do this kind of thing don't face consequences. Um, but yeah, so uh, like he'd said he'd help her with uh, the rent for this house and yeah. stuff. But after all this happened, she's like, oh, I'm the only one on the lease and I can't afford this house. Yeah. And like because he was, you know, doing sort of Ponzi schemes and shit and like not paying stuff. So yeah. she's like, "Fuck!" Like, what am yeah, I gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You're just stuck there. That, yeah, that's man. That's what with her son. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna say it. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> this, is a bad, this is not a good guy episode. <laughs> all right, this is about a bad man. Uh, the night after Derek's arrest, Missy came over so Linda wouldn't have to be alone. Uh, this is a fun detail. When Linda's dog trotted into the room, Missy laughed. Thumper, she said. I thought you were dead. <laughs> so Thumper, who had the shih tzu had to be put yeah, to sleep, was yeah. just living with Linda. Oh, man, how many times did that dog get like tossed oh, around? That poor dog. It had deaths fake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has like sunglasses on his shit, trying to lay low. <laughs> yeah, right. Thumper's going into deep cover. Yeah. Uh, Thumper is alive. You're losing Cuba. You know. <laughs> Thumper he has secret dog family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah th- well, Thumper's not off the hook just yet. That dude, he can. Who knows what he's doing? Yeah, uh, but yeah. So like he said, his mom died. They later find out his mom is still alive. Like you know, it's all it's all bullshit. Um, the next day, Washington County Police were at Linda's house taking her statement when a delivery arrived, addressed to Rich Peterson. Linda handled the package gingerly. It felt like a missive from an alternate reality. Uh, this is very funny to me. One of the police officers told her she might as well open it. It's not like he's a real person. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not addressed to a real guy. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, I yeah. guess just open it. <laughs> um, so they open it and uh, the box contained whiskey and chocolate and a sweet get well soon note from a woman whose return address was just a few neighborhoods away. D- oh, right? <laughs> There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it, this is in Minneapolis, right? This is, yeah, Twin Cities. Yeah, t- man, St. Paul. Just- Jesus Christ. It's just Dude, like, yeah. it's going to get like even more <laughs> crazy. It's it's wild. But yeah, so they find this third woman. Her name is Joy. Uh, yeah, she lives like just down the fucking street. Yeah. Uh, also met him on OurTime.com. Oh, uh, sh- shut that website down. That right? is a dangerous place. Yeah. This, is a, this is a fun touch to me. Uh, he told her he was a professor who volunteered at a homeless shelter downtown. The women later found out that he had actually been living at the homeless <laughs> shelter before he moved in with Linda. <laughs> I volunteer there so much. You know, like, I work like, oh, we should put a cot in the back for you. Oh, right. It's a joke. I'm there all the time. I'm just like, there all the time. Yeah, I'm just God, helping I just out. I care so goddamn much about those people. <laughs> Uh, so he and Joy had dated for a few months until he started just having a ton of drama in his life, Joy said. She broke so, it no, off I with him. I thought he didn't do drama. That's right? weird. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's like a lady that comes in near the end of this that like <laughs> is so, that breaks up with him that is like the funniest shit. I'm so oh, excited. Oh man, to lady it. number nine or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Joy, uh, Joy broke it off with him because it was just like too crazy. Yeah. Um, but they stayed friendly and, uh, on the 4th of July, uh, he sent her a picture of himself looking tan and happy, his arms around Missy and her kids on the boat that Linda had paid for. (laughs) The caption was, I bought a boat and took my sister and her kids out on it today, he claimed. My life has calmed down. Want to try again? (laughs) And she did. She did. On Linda's boat with Missy, just like, God damn it. Dude, he's got to be making slips at some point. He's like, hey, Miss Linda, shit. Right? The thumper. How does he keep all this shit straight? It's crazy. but yeah, she she later found out that he'd stolen almost eight thousand dollars worth of jewelry, her passport, and her birth certificate, which is fucking Man, crazy. Yeah. You have to be so shady to steal a birth certificate, yeah. and like to for that to be of value to you, you have to be like such a criminal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if I had someone else's yeah. birth certificate, I'd just be like, I don't know what to do with this yeah, except yeah. give it back. Yeah, exactly. Can't do me anything. Yeah, somebody. That's man. Yeah, you're you like, have to have like weird connections. Yeah, you're like, oh, their birth certificate. <laughs> like if I get that, some of their hair. All right, hear me out. Hear me yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, just, <laughs> fucking crazy. Get a glass she was using. Right? <laughs> we are going to have some fun. Okay. Uh, so the false life that his name is Derek. So he's going to be referred to as Derek okay. from, from most of the rest of this article. But yeah. Derek, Richie, same guy. The false life that Derek had constructed for himself was thorough. He, Like he said, he was a, a, a doctoral student at University of Minnesota. And he had a University of Minnesota email address. Uh, and an ID card that allowed him to swipe into university buildings. He would FaceTime the women from university classrooms between classes. Uh, he had hour-long phone conversations ostensibly with his admiral, his faculty supervisor, or his daughter, Sarah, 
all people who turned out not to exist. Yeah. <laughs> I got my faculty advisor breathing down my neck, yeah. right, guys, really riding me. The thing is, like, Linda said when he would have these phone calls, like, she could hear a voice on the other end of the yeah. line. So, like... It's still kind of unknown yeah. who he was talking to or like what that was. There's got to be like a like does it, there has to be like a help? I don't know or something like, like it seems like you could reasonably employ somebody like a, a, somebody else you could be like, "Yo, this has to get done at this time. Run this over here who's like in on it or whatever." Yeah. Like cuz if you're making you're making enough money, it seems like you would be able to uh Right. Or like some kind of answering service or something like who could he have been talking yeah. to? Uh I will say I will spoiler alert just cuz I was bummed out when it got to this like you don't find out. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, I think yeah. Was, uh, which is very annoying to yeah. me. I like really want to know. <laughs> Man, that's a yeah, it's a, a crazy life, man. Yeah. So, uh, what, what other, that's what I was saying. like people like this. Like, where do they, like, where do they have a center at? Where are their people? Like, they they don't have they don't have people. That's insane. They like, just I, they're they're people who are like they've recognized this gift within themselves. Yeah. And they just have no like that they can charm. Like the fact that this guy and we're gonna get into it, but like. He tricked a lot of people, and he tricked a lot of really smart people. Yeah, and and people who were like very, um, like successful and capable and yeah. strong, and um, you know, like it's not. He didn't trick like rubes. Like these yeah, are yeah 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 yeah. These are the career women right. have careers. They're the mothers. They're they manage a household. Yeah, they're not exactly. They're not dumb. Yeah, because it seems like he's doing. He's going that extra mile that nobody else goes. You know, like uh, like one percent of the population. Puts into the lie. Like, he's, you know. Yeah, he's going the extra mile. He's clearly like very, very charming, and he's yep. also exploiting like a little bit of emotional vulnerability yeah. in people who, like, you know, are going through like a transitional period in their lives yeah. or have been through something really rough, like a divorce or an accident or something like that. Um, it's it's so scary yeah. and crazy. That's, that's and I guess that's just what separates it. Like, I can't think of like all the all that you're earning with this life. What are you enjoying? It like, 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 like I like to hang right. out with my friends and go do things with my boys. And like, like, yeah. it's, it's you can't even have that base. It's like, what do you do? You just you just get off and buy a boat and like, it's just it's so. I I really think like a lot of people like this. I mean, maybe not somebody who does this as like a career criminal, but yeah. like I think a lot of people who are manipulative in this way just feel like they don't have any other talents. Yeah, like they're like this is the only way I can live in the world. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not like it, it's not like you know it's not like this is everybody with low self esteem becomes a criminal but yeah, I do yeah. think it is like a like lack of belief in one's like ability to live a normal life oh and yeah no like, no yeah I'm 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 certain that's that, that's a factor it's so crazy yeah. but yeah but you're right like he really went the extra mile like um he did, he had a purple heart. He had a, a SEAL Team 1 membership. He had a certificate of completion for a naval underwater demolition course. Like, he had all this stuff yeah. that, you know, like, if you if he was lying, why would he have all this yeah, stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, yeah, and there were some things that were inconsistent, but uh, the article says, like, even when doubts started to bubble up, the women had repressed them. There's no way it could all be fake, they told themselves. That yeah. would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially if you're someone who is, like, a smart savvy person yeah because then we get back to that same thing of like well now then you're you know you're you you're defeating yourself at that point you're like well no like i, I you know you, you don't want to go back on your own instincts i guess there's a a pushback to that yeah so and and i'm gonna talk about that a little bit uh this sort of phenomenon uh now um but yeah so these these three women joy linda missy they they're like sort of putting the pieces together and they're like okay Given like what we know about this guy, he definitely has more victims. Yeah. Like we are not the only people that this has happened to. Um, so that brings me to some of this information about these romance scams, uh, which are are really common. Like it's a it's a multi billion dollar scam industry. Like, oh yeah. The only yeah. thing I think there's like uh, like wire fraud is like the only thing, or like identity theft is the only thing that people yeah, lose more money to. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I've seen, I remember like old unsolved mysteries about guys, unsolved mysteries episodes about guys like this. Like I said, it's been happening for a long ass time because it, it makes a lot of money. Like it works. Yeah, it works. Um, the FBI warns warns that the most common targets of dating scams are women over forty who are divorced, widowed, or disabled. Uh, in many cases, women are courted online by men who claim to be deployed in Afghanistan or tending an offshore oil rig in Qatar. Uh, after weeks or months of intimate emails, texts, and phone calls, the putative boyfriend will urgently need money to replace a broken laptop or buy a plane ticket home. Some escalate an online relationship to an in-person con, going as far as living with their victims or even marrying them. The Richie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, your Dirty Johns, yeah, your Richies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Derek stands out for how remarkably prolific he was. He often had two or three separate relationship scams going at a time. When one woman discovered the truth, he'd quickly move on to another. Uh, according to the Justice Department, only 15% of fraud victims report the crimes to law enforcement, largely due to shame, guilt, embarrassment, and disbelief. Yep. Uh, you feel really crappy about yourself, Missy told me. Especially, like, you know, it's like older women yeah. who've been... Sw- like, it, it's... It's such a like negative stereotype of like the old desperate spinster or something. Yeah, it's so yeah, unfair, yeah, yeah. you know. It's like yeah, everybody wants companionship, you know. Like like and it's just like and and then you know like you then you're sitting there thinking in your head you're like ah oh, man like how much time do I have left or like things. It's just yeah, it's it's a it's a get you in a really negative spot. Like I can yeah, and so like they just feel so stupid yeah. about all this stuff. And and thankfully like these people did report it, but yeah, I think like a lot of people. I mean, any kind of fraud, I think people are really embarrassed yeah, by yeah. like if they get tricked but especially one with a, a dimension of like romance to it yeah oh man yeah that's that's uh, nobody yeah nobody likes to fess up to that that's es- especially yeah. women i think like yeah. i feel like if it were a woman hustling a man this way there would be shame but there would also be enough misogyny to make them yeah. just be like that fucking bitch like, yeah, well, yeah, but you know yeah, what i mean yeah, 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 but yeah. like if it's like an older woman and it's a man it's like i'm an idiot yeah like i like you know, of course, this is too good to be true. Like yeah, all this, yeah, like shitty yeah. self-esteem. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like yeah, you're like oh, obviously it wasn't me, and like yeah, this, uh, yeah. Right. So you know, not that I mean, it's embarrassing when it happens to men too. But yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I it's uh, yeah, that's just like shows like this, the type of asshole you got to be to do something like that. And that's crazy. You know that multiple people all the time and yeah. just have that going and not catch an ounce of feelings the whole way. Like, yeah, you're missing something up there. It's wild. Uh, but yeah, so thankfully they did report him. Um, and actually a lot of his victims reported him, um, only to discover that by drawing them so deeply into his con, he had paradoxically made it harder, uh, for him to face consequences. So basically the issue is that, um, if credit card fraud, uh, or credit card theft by, someone you actually know is just like not taken very seriously yeah. by by law enforcement because it's like it's too hard to prove. Yep, 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 yep. And um you know, and it also is like relying on this sort of he said she said thing and it's like, well she said and she had the credit card. So like yeah. listen to her, you know what I mean? But it's like it's really hard for them to to prosecute it. So like for example, when um Linda and Missy got him arrested from the beginning of the story, uh, they released him after 48 hours, uh, telling Linda they wanted to build a stronger case. Eventually, the county attorney had concluded that fraud charges probably wouldn't have held up in court. Because Linda's and Derek's lives were so entwined, it would have been difficult to determine which credit card charges were fraudulent and which were authorized. Uh, seven months later, the police department finally issued a warrant for Derek's arrest on one misdemeanor charge of impersonating an officer. Oh, By then, yeah, he was yeah. long gone. So yeah, he's, he's out of town. Yeah. Yeah, so like that's the closest they can even get. E- even knowing that this guy had swindled hundreds of thousands of dollars out of these people. Um, Man. When Linda sorted through her finances, her sister-in-law delved into old news articles about Derek, looking for any information that might be useful in bringing him to justice. Uh, most of the women quoted were anonymous or referred to only by a first name. However, there was one woman who used her full name. Uh, her name is Cindy Pardini. She was a tech professional. Again, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, living in San Francisco. And she said Derek had stolen hundreds of thousands of dollars from her uh, over the course of a few months in 2013. Linda sent Cindy a Facebook message and soon learned that Cindy was kind of an unofficial point person for Derek's accusers. Uh, because her name was one of the only searchable ones linked to his, women who'd been scammed by Derek reached out to Cindy through Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Which is funny that it's LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> so Cindy, Cindy rules. Cindy has a group text. Cindy, yeah. oh, Cindy I'll is. I'll put you the group. Come on. Exactly. Oh, that's what's up. She adds Linda to the group text. Uh, <laughs> the like fuck Derek group text, yeah. which rules. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, that, so that's got to put some kind of bad energy on him. Like I don't even really buy anything like that. But like, if there's 50 people just concentrated in a thing, like yo, fuck this dude. Like, I, I think talking gonna, about how much you suck. Yeah, I think it's gonna trip you up at some point. <laughs> I do, man. There is nothing more healing than a group text where you just get to shit yeah. on someone that you has wronged you. It's the best. So yeah, they they're all all united by this common enemy which is great um and uh yeah and linda said she found it really really comforting because uh she could see from this that like these people that got tricked were not stupid yeah, you know yeah yeah uh if anything derek seems to have preferred intelligent women his victims included a doctor and a couple of women who worked in tech uh linda herself was an engineer in a nuclear power plant 
But the other women's stories of trying to hold Derek to account for his crimes were not encouraging. So, yeah, there's... What's, what's the... Uh, is they anything about, about the geographical range? I go, oh, she lives in San Francisco, so... Yeah, so yeah. he's all over the place. Yeah, yeah, like, there yeah. were a bunch of them in the Twin Cities, which is kind of where this was discovered, yeah. but... We'll see. He was in, he was all over. He yeah. was in Vegas. He was in Texas. He was everywhere. Um, Joanne, a 43 year old from Minneapolis, who asked that her last name not be used, uh, met Derek Allarad, so like a slightly different spelling of his real name, on Match.com, another one, yeah. in August 2014. Uh, he told her he was a lawyer with a big downtown firm. In reality, he was hiding out from a warrant for defrauding the St. Paul Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not a lawyer, but yeah. I do need one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the St. Paul Hotel will go to the ends of the earth. Like you, they, <laughs> they will find you. They will fuck you up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Derek racked up about $23,000 on Joanne's credit cards during the three months they were together. Just like, I'm not good with money, but like, I can't imagine being able to spend that much in three months. Yeah. And also like, how do you stop somebody from checking their credit card statement for three months? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure which, I'm sure he was taking steps to make sure that didn't happen. Yeah. He was probably and, grabbing her mail. Yeah. And, and maybe like, maybe he's just saying he'll pay it. Like. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, that's just like you know. There's also the thing of what he did with uh, Linda, where he he took her credit cards and then ordered new ones. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, so maybe she's like checking the account and it's like a different account or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's some yeah. way. And you can tell by our our, our, our general uh, non uh, uh, <laughs> non knowledge of this. So, you know, we we don't do the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we're that's not true. these kind of people. Yeah. I don't do the shit, and I'm bad at uh, checking my credit card. Balance, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I don't remember my password to anything. How can I do any of this? <laughs> yeah, no, I'd probably be very, I, I've gotten better at it, but like I, I have so much anxiety about money that I'm like so bad at checking my accounts. Like Man, it if is I that... had, if I had shit to steal, I would be a very easy mark. But like you, the, the, my maximum line of credit that you could use is probably like a grand. Yeah, like yeah. it's not, you're really not getting much out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, like I man that, that also I'm like, fearful sometimes to check my shit. Like you think how things are going, you know, like they're going bad. You're like, should I check that email from the bank? No, I'm not gonna look at that. So, yeah, yeah like, I get sometimes I get uh, I I like I'm I'm relatively responsible, but like you know sometimes the margins yeah. are thin and yeah, things yeah, get yeah, things yeah, you know yeah. get stressful and like I. Uh, I have like credit monitoring and I'll get an yeah. email. It's like new score. And I'm like, well, it's not going yeah, up. Yeah. So <laughs> bye. Not checking this one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, thank you. You don't need to email to me to let oh, me know. Did it, did it go up? Did it, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> did I like uh, nag on that loan on opposite day? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no need to email me when my score goes down. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he, uh, th this woman, Joanne, $23,000, uh, she went to the police, and uh, she was told that legal action would likely be a waste of her time and money. The fraud detective told me it would cost way too much money to get a lawyer and sue him in civil court. Uh, he said they'd say I was just blaming my ex-boyfriend because I'm bitter. Uh, he said, if I were you, I'd let it go. Six months and many phone calls later, the credit card company finally reversed the charges, but Joanne still regrets not taking Derek to court, uh, just because of how many women yeah. he hurt since, she says. Altogether, so this is sort of our, our grand totals here. He seems to have scammed at least a dozen women out of about a million dollars since 2010. Wow. How? Yeah, that's... That's it, so much money. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> what were you using it? Like, yeah. especially if it's all, like, ill-gotten. Like, how do you even spend it? Yeah, it, it, like, and then also, like, like I mean, I guess he's passing himself off as well to do and stuff so that people aren't yeah. surprised by his purchases. Yeah. But at some point, there's going to be, like, a... How the fuck you afford that, man? Like you know, like, like that's like that's, yeah. that's, that's gonna come up. And what like, is your job? Like, is, yeah. even if you're like, well, like in the original thing, he says he's like a doctoral student. Like you don't make yeah. money <laughs> doing that. And like, like you're in the navy, that's like respectable, but it's not like it pays great. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You, I mean, you you live comfortably and securely, but like that's you know you're not you're, you're like, not rich. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like a government employee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. So the the like the commonality of his frauds was he always took on uh, some kind of identity that had an element of financial prestige or manly valor, as we're talking about. Yep. Decorated veteran, surgeon, investment banker, etc. Um, After a while, it's got to be depressing to look at all the things you've pretended to be. You know, yeah, like, right. And you start looking at the things you pretend to be the most. And that's what you should have. You know, like like. Oof. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, so con artists have long known that a uniform bolsters an illusion, and Derek was fond of dressing up in scrubs and military fatigue. Yeah, I'd give butter to a guy in a suit. I was exactly. just like, right, there, here you go, man, sorry. Yeah, like, <laughs> I apologize to him. I was like, I, I, I apologize there. He, uh, he tended to look for women in their 40s or 50s, preferably divorced, preferably with a couple of kids and a dog or two. Many of his victims were in a vulnerable place in their lives, recently divorced, fresh out of an abusive relationship, or recovering from a serious accident. And he presented himself as a hero and a caretaker, the man who would step in and save the day. Even women who weren't struggling when they met Derek soon found their lives destabilized by the chaos he brought. They lost jobs, had panic attacks, became ex- estranged from their family members. You just, oh, I bet a lot of that, too, defending him. To yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Ugh. That sucks, too. Like, if you've ever been in that situation where somebody close to you is dating someone who you know is just yeah, yeah either yeah, a piece yeah. of shit or just bad for them, and it's like, there's you can't. You just have to wait. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, nothing yeah, you yeah, can do. Yeah, you, you, you're not gonna tell them, especially if they, you know, if, if they're ha- happy that it's cure, they got somebody. Like, you're not gonna overcome that. You right. Know? Yeah, you just gotta wait it out. But it really, like, it doesn't even matter how bad it is. Like, even if they're abusive or something, like, you can't. You, there's no way you can convince the person. They have yeah. to realize on their own. Yeah. And so you just have to be like, all right, I'll be here when this falls apart. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Th- oh man. Oh, I guess that's a. I was like, oh, that's one per- oh, yeah, I'm in, but I tell you. Um, but yeah, uh, he, uh, they, they, like, he ruined all these people's lives, and he'd never been charged with a crime against any of the women he'd scammed, only for defrauding businesses. Yeah. Which is very telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's oh, that's awful. Uh, Derek seems to have counted on the fact that credit card abuse is often not taken all that seriously by law enforcement when the victim and the perpetrator know each other, as we said. Uh, even in instances where the police pursued Derek, he'd typically serve a sort- short sentence or he'd just skip town. Uh, for years, he'd evaded punishment by moving around. Uh, local police had a limited ability to chase him across state lines. Uh, but the women he'd victimized... They had to stop at the state line. Like, like, like oh, cut the siren off, man. And Sorry. Or just, just drives off into the sunset. Like, Got away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they eventually, like, through their sort of, like, whisper network of all of these people who've, who've been wronged by him, they find out that he's gone back to live with his mother in, in Arizona for a little bit. Like, lay low. <laughs> oh, uh, but the group message was lit that day. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Making fun of him. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're yeah. living with your mom? <laughs> uh, they find out, since he's in Arizona, they find out he has an outstanding warrant for a DUI. So they they do call yeah. the police, and they do get him on the DUI, and so they're all, like, pretty psyched. But, yeah. you know, that's, like, a pretty minor uh, thing for some Someone yeah. who's done this much stuff. Yeah, yeah but I, I get it. I bet the group the, the group message was jumping that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they yeah. were fucking pumped. Yeah. Mad uh, emojis is going all <laughs> over. But he gets out of jail for the DUI. He starts dating a new woman as Navy SEAL Richard Peterson. <sighs> she soon discovered that he'd stolen and pawned some of her jewelry. Uh, he was arrested again, pleaded no contest, taken back to jail. But he was bailed out and skipped town again. Who, who bailed him out? That's a really good question. Probably, yeah. probably his backup. Yeah, the guy on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. His other, his other, like his yeah, side, 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 side. Exactly. Side. Yeah. yeah, just one of the other irons <laughs> in the fire bailed him out. Neil deGrasse Tyson be like, there can't be that many side chicks. There that, <laughs> can't be that many sides to an object. I'm like, no, Richie is defying physics here, Neil. <laughs> he really is. Like, just keeping all this shit straight. Like, that's the thing is, like, this guy's clearly talented. He probably yeah. could have been legit and like yeah, done yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. But nope, too much of a monster. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so then he pops up in Las Vegas. Uh, he's dating someone else. He was a member of a country club. Ooh, like, he scammed yeah. his way into that. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of cool. I, why do I feel like him and that Stephen Paddock dude might have crossed paths at some point and hung out? I feel like it's possible. Yeah, yeah it's just, it just like, you know, low-life, random fucking meeting on the street. Just like, they hung out, like, reading the sports page in Vegas one day. <laughs> I believe it. Um, but yeah, so like... More and more victims. Yeah, yeah. People getting added to this group text all the time when they'd reach out to Cindy. <laughs> uh, many of the women I spoke with, this is the Rachel, the woman who wrote the article, felt compelled to make the same point. This wasn't just a dating scam story. They remind me that Derek had scammed hospitals and insurance companies long before he began meeting women on dating sites. And he'd conned just as many people beyond 40-something divorces. He went over parents, friends, coworkers. He convinced hotel clerks and Mercedes salesmen and bankers and real estate agents and doctors. He got country club memberships and hospital admissions. He met actual Navy veterans who took him at his word. Yeah. So he's he's tall, right? I think he's tall. <laughs> Man, Helps. I'm telling you, like he's. I saw pictures of him, and he's like he's like pretty good looking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, 
I don't know. He's not like handsome, but he looks like a manly man. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely has like an air of authority about him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, man, tall people, they just, they, it's a different life they lead, man. Like, mm-hmm. like, like tall ass dudes. Like, yep. Yeah. Being tall is just like, you don't you don't need anything else if you're a dude. If you're no, like yeah, a white yeah. guy, yeah, totally. yeah. a straight white guy who's like not effeminate and you're yeah. tall, like you could be the president. Yeah. Like yeah. that's all you need. I said this before, I, I will believe any sex story a tall person tells me. Like if they're just like <laughs> anything. They're just like, yeah, was, yeah the, the crowded super to fuck my way out or whatever. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, yep. yeah, you probably did that. You are six three, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, Rachel goes on. Uh, Derek's victims kept underlining this point, I think, because they understood that crimes against women, particularly ones that happen in a domestic context, are often discounted. It's a he said, she said domestic fight to the police, Linda said. They lump it right in with divorce and family law. She said an officer told her, well, it's not like anyone got hurt. We have higher priorities. Uh, They know that some people hear dating scam and translate that to pathetic slash desperate woman. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, he's... It doesn't seem like it because they're all successful and stuff, but like he is picking on kind of a vulnerable population yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of. Yeah, and that, that, that's crazy. It's, it's like he's just like, there, that has to be, if that's not, if there's not a crime, there has to be something like uh, legislation to stop somebody from doing, living this kind of life. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what the solution is, but because it is like really complicated, yeah. but these people do. Anti drifter ex- laws, or I don't know what you would <laughs> yeah. call it. Like, yeah. These people do exploit that ambiguity. Yeah. The like, scumbag act. Yeah, it's it's such a bummer. If you can get ten people to just be like, "Man, that dude sucks," and like, like that should be a, that should elevate you to some kind of status. Like, you should at least get put on a list. Which, yeah. <laughs> there was that website. There was a website for a while called like DontDateHimGirl dot com, oh, and it was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. you could look up people's names and it'd be all these people like, "This guy sucks." Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he stole uh, from me. I, like, used to, I used to live with Josh and uh, my boys, Josh and Jared. I was in a relationship. They were single, so like, like no, that was always fun seeing what, like what was floating around. With for them on that site. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Do they have do they have entries on don'tdatemgirl.com? Uh, I don't know. It was another one called like Whisper or something like that. Where that uh-huh. yeah, is that a thing? I, I I've never heard of it, but oh, I believe it, it. Yeah, it was like less. You could be positive on that one. You could be like, oh, like it's not just don't date him, girl. Oh, it's, it's like, like do date him, girl. Yeah, like Remember, this guy fucks real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, that was all shit like that. But uh, Josh has had a, a ping, like a preset thing you could hit, and it said wandering eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do remember this website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very funny <laughs> um but yeah so there's like a stigma against this thing uh the implication is that these women should have known better um if a woman reports her ex is stealing from her who's to say she's not just brokenhearted and vindictive uh derek himself was happy to exploit such stereotypes when his victims uncovered his real identity he'd sometimes threaten to expose them as bad mothers or alcoholics or crazy women who couldn't be trusted yeah or just, just like you know like Whatever, like, you know, everybody's got their little problems and stuff. Yeah, it's like, and he's going to use that against you. It's like a lady that has, like, you know, maybe, maybe does drink more or whatever. She doesn't sure. want people knowing how much she drinks. Yeah, she's else. a single mom yeah. with a couple kids and yeah. she works full time. She's going to drink a she's little bit. Drink, yeah, and he's like, I'll, I'll tell everybody how fucking wine you go through. And it's just like, you know, nobody wants that. Like, yeah. especially, like, if you're an older person, like, yeah, it's, that's, that's awful. Yeah, terrible. So uh, this is the last story I'm going to tell about him. And this this involves my favorite character. So here we go. Uh, at this point, he's using the name Richie Taylor. So in May on May seventeenth, <laughs> like home improvement thing I was going for. I was, I was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, he he left the townhouse he was sharing with his new girlfriend Dory to have dinner with his brother and sister in law. Dory was idly scanning through pictures on the iPad Richie left behind when she saw one that brought her up short. It was a screenshot of an Instagram post showing a man in a hospital bed. A big thank you for everyone's prayers and support. Shout out to uh, should be out of the hospital. Monday, the caption read. The and, name, and it's the Instagram post was dated. Yep. Uh. The name on the account was Derek M. Allred. I was like, heck, that's Richie, Dory told me. <laughs> she Googled Derek Allred, an alternative spelling he sometimes used, uh, and she found the trove of news stories and mugshots. Suddenly, all those fraudulent charges that kept cropping up on her credit card made sense. Oh, I bet that was a lot of things like, oh, that's crazy. How did that get on there? Like, right, yeah. 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 Yep. Holy uh, shit. So Dory printed out the articles and brought them to the police department. Uh, and uh, while she waited to hear if she had any leads, she starts Googling. She finds Cindy. She gets added to the group text. <laughs> Fuck yes. God bless this group text, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The group text is really the hero of this story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is this still open? Can I get it? Just like, like an observational role? I right? Like, yeah. I just want to lurk. Like, it sounds great. Yeah, yeah. If we can get somebody inside out there, <laughs> if you're listening, if you can get in this group message. Like, yeah. Actually, no, you'd have to lie. 
So yeah, don't lie. No, these women have been lied to enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Unless uh, you want to go date Richie and then get in correctly. So yeah, that's, you on, gotta, that's on you. you. Blood in, blood out. You gotta, you gotta do the hard work to get in there. Um, but yeah, Dory's just like, holy shit! Like I'm, I'm not gonna let there be any other victims. Like we are gonna get yeah. this guy. So uh, this is an interesting uh, sort of way that they get into this. And also, I think it's important for this part to to know that um, Dory lives outside Dallas. She lives in the colony. Uh, outside DFW. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I just think that's funny to think about with what happens next, which is she very cleverly makes sure to show detectives picture of Derek in his Navy uniform, which is uh, a stolen Valor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's stealing Valor, which is a a crime that they actually prosecute, yeah. unlike <laughs> unlike identity theft yeah. and fraud for in, women, in women's money. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, but the other thing about him uh, violating the Stolen Valor Act is that that uh, elevates it to a federal crime. Yeah. That's a fe- so now they have yep. jurisdiction yeah. outside of, uh, they can do a multi-state investigation. So um, that's kind of what finally gets yeah, him, which yeah, I think yeah. is just a very funny piece of this. Yeah. <laughs> but here comes, here comes my favorite uh, person in this story. So Dory catches on to him, uh, and so Derek, Derek skips out on her. Um, and begins staying with his other girlfriend. Of course, he has more than one. Yeah. Her name is Tracy Cunningham. Uh, but it didn't take long for Tracy, who works at a post-acute rehab facility, to get sick of having him around all day. <laughs> he was, she'd decided, entirely too whiny, constantly yeah. insisting that she drive him to the hospital for some emergency or another. Tracy says, there are a lot of men out there who will get a little headache and think they have a massive tumor, that they're dying. <laughs> it's a real man thing. He had some of that. Real dramatic. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I feel like people don't talk about that enough. Because it is, like, yes, men have to, like, suck it up. Like, you, yeah, you have yeah. to, like, if you're, like, if you, you know, hit your thumb with a hammer or something, you can't cry or whatever. But dudes, when they get sick, are like, "I'm dying." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm lucky. I don't normally get when I when I do get sick. I like, yeah, it, like I'm like, no, I, I'm just sitting here. I'm not doing shit. Like, I'm yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> that I just like. I remember like my dad was like that yeah. when I was growing up. Like m- most men I've dated have yeah. been like that. Like it's just like, if they're sick, it is like stop the presses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I am the first person <laughs> to ever get sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man, I. But I'll, I'll, like it's there is something like it sucks that you're sick, but there is something that, like about the the sick chill where it's like guilt free where you just like hang out. Yeah, on the couch you get to do yeah. nothing. It's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Lean into it. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. Like, lean yeah. it, but it is like no, yeah, I totally, I, I totally. It's like making the other person like take care of you. I think the yeah. reason it it is more prevalent in men is because like women spend like a couple days a month feeling sick regardless because of like periods <laughs> yeah, and odd. stuff. So it's just like we're just used to kind of muscling through it. Yeah, but men, it's like. It's the end of the yeah, world. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like that she says that. Like yeah. she's just sick of him because she's like, "You're so dramatic. I'm yeah. not driving you to the emergency yeah, room." I, I do. I'm not saying that the other women put their foot down or whatever, but it seems like maybe at this point in the game, he was slipping too. You know, like yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. He, he, he doesn't have the energy, you know, to keep it up with like keep this uh, charade up all the time. So then he's like, she's starting to see the the, the bad side. Yeah, yeah, it's very possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a couple months later, Tracy finally dumps him. Uh, a few mo- a few hours after she dumps him, she's at work and she gets a call from an NCIS agent who told her she'd been dating a con man. Uh, Derek hadn't stolen anything from Tracy as far as she could tell, quote, except time and a little dignity. <laughs> I love <laughs> Yo, her. Yeah, Tracy's rad, man. <laughs> uh, but when she heard about the other victim, she immediately agreed to help NCIS capture him. At the agent's urging, Tracy sent Derek a text taking back the breakup. I'm sorry, baby. I was hormonal. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you a ride. <laughs> like, you yeah. Can, yeah. She made plans to give him a ride home uh, from his next medical appointment. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, oh, we know Papa loves a ride. I yeah. Do, I do love a good ride. <laughs> like, <I gotta> say. <laughs> it's his favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when Derek was ready to be picked up, Tracy alerted the NCIS officer and his team. They hightail it over there, and I'm on my way, too, because I'm not missing this, <laughs> yeah, Tracy told yeah, me. Yeah. Tracy fucking kicks ass. Yeah. She pulled up to the patient loading area. Through the hospital sliding glass doors, she spied Derek in handcuffs flanked by two agents. (laughs) I turn on my hazards, pop out with my cell phone, and start snapping pictures, Tracy Uh. said. (laughs) The NCIS agent is like, no, but I'm like, oh yeah, I need pictures of this. This is for justice for other people. So she's taking pictures instead of the group text. Oh man, that's so tight. She rules. I love her. (laughs) 
so yeah, with, with Derek finally in custody, his victims celebrated texting one another grim fantasies about the future that awaited him in prison. Oh, geez. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe settle down a little yeah. bit, but like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, NCIS agents interviewed victims around the country whose stories bolstered the case that Derek was a habitual offender. So uh, at the time of the writing of that article, he hadn't been sentenced yet, but uh, he was sentenced uh, in in Texas um, to the maximum sentence allowed, which was 24 years in prison. Yo, that's what's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. Uh, that's uh, that's on point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he he uh, pleaded guilty to mail fraud and aggravated identity fraud. He was also ordered to pay two hundred and fifty five thousand dollars in restitution. Uh, the judge said he wished he could have given Allred a stiffer sentence. Yeah. So they finally got yeah. him. They finally, he's he's behind bars. Um, the I didn't include it because it's more just like about the article, but um, the, the woman who wrote that article, definitely check it out because she actually goes to talk to him in prison. Yeah. And like is very charmed by him. And like he's, he's like really, really charming. And she's just like... Yep, like yeah, this yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, he sort of gives her like false promises of an interview and stuff, and then never delivers. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah. this guy is full of promises to women that he can't deliver yeah, on." Yeah. But that's like when you like sneak contraband into a jail. You know, it's like, like oh, I got, I got tobacco or whatever. Like, like I, got, I got weed. It's just like, oh, I got a woman I can lie to and break. Yeah, plans with. he was yeah. probably so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so he's he's in prison and uh, fuck him. Yeah, man. So uh, not worth not it. worth it at all. Uh, and if, if this is happening to you, it is worth it to uh, you know go after his ass. You know, like do that. Get a group text. Get going. a group text going. Group text solve problems, guys. They really do. Yeah, you get that much concentrated energy. You know, next thing you got you got guts to talk to the person. You're like, you know, yeah. I really do feel like uh, that. I, I mean, I don't know. It like. It's one of those things, like, as a woman, I feel like there's, like, a very negative stigma to, like, gossip or whatever. Yeah. And, like, that, oh, you know, you're spreading false accusations about a person or something. But it's, like, nine times out of ten, if you have, like, a shady experience with a guy, he's done it to other people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, and if, you're, if there's sort of some ambiguity about that experience and you check with other people and they're all, like, no, we've had that experience, too. It's, like, chances are that guy sucks. Yeah, like, Chances yeah. are that's a bad guy. yeah. It's very, very helpful to like talk to other women about stuff like that. If especially if you're in like a common community with like a bunch of people who all yeah. know each other, where it's like, hey, like this person was like weird to me or whatever. Like, I just I know so many instances in my life where it's like, hey, this guy sent me like a creepy DM, and then twenty yeah, yeah, other women's yeah, like, yeah, 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 he does that. Yeah, I, I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the fallout when it like makes it like onto like the 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 general pages out of Facebook. Sure, yeah, 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 and like yeah. Some people you're like, oh, oh, well, that's yeah. Oh, you're a pervert. Yeah, right. yeah, you're a horrible weirdo. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Communicate. Get out there. See what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't you know? Again, like you can't take one like sort of ambiguous experience as proof that someone sucks. But if you have like a, a handful yeah, of them, yeah. it can, it can be a reliable indicator. Yeah. I think there's, <laughs> there's something like with, with gossip. If you get, uh, let's say if everything is like 75% correct, you kind of get that all the one shaded area. You can see what in the middle is like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Like grain yeah. of salt. It's not like, this isn't a good way to like determine whether anybody should like go to jail, but yeah, it yeah, is exactly, a good way yeah. to determine like who you should maybe, uh, Stay away from. Yeah, stay away from or let into your life circles and, and, and exactly. what have you. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that was awesome. Hell yeah, Kath. Thank you very much. I enjoyed that. That was, thank, a, that was a wild ride. Yeah. Thank uh, thank Rachel Monroe. Can I do the plugs today? Yeah. Yeah. Go I right really ahead. want to. Yes, I'm excited. Yes. Uh, just since I'm in the studio. Yeah. So yeah, this was a uh, this was our free episode. We do um, at least one free episode a month, and then we also have a Patreon where we do two uh, episodes a month behind a paywall. So that is Patreon.com/slash Lie Cheat and Steal. Um, we are going to record our second Patreon bonus for this month, uh, right after when we're done with this. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Uh, we have a discord for all of our Patreon members where you can talk about the stuff, uh, we've talked about on the show, share links, share recommendations for similar types of stuff. Um, give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, we are LCS pod on Twitter. We are LCS podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us any feedback and uh, I'm Kath Barbadoro on everything. I have another podcast called What a Time to Be Alive uh, about funny, weird news stories that comes out every week. And uh, I'm going to be in Baltimore and Indianapolis opening for Patton Oswalt on uh, November 9th, Baltimore, November 10th, Indianapolis. So if you're nice. there, come to that. 
Oh yeah. What do you got, Pat? I uh, I will be headlining the Velveeta Room on uh, the that's a, a with the eighth eighth of November. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's Vanilla Presley, my comedy rap group, the, oh, as yeah. seen on NBC. <laughs> that's like, I always feel like I have a disclaimer say, that when I say comedy rap group, like it's people are like, and I'm like, no, we're like. That, <laughs> I remember like right before uh, my my last boyfriend in Austin before I moved, Alex. He yeah. like I told him. Like oh yeah, Pat. Like he's in a, a comedy rap group, and Alex was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we were on a show together, and he came, and he was like, that was awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's not going to be good. I yeah. promise everyone listening, like <laughs> if you like Pat, you will like Vanilla Presley. Yeah, it's, it's very a, funny. Yeah, it's fun stuff. We're doing that. We're actually having our, our little uh, our own night at the Velveeta Room. It's uh, eleven o'clock on the eighth of November. Uh, so come out to that, and um, got a ton of people. We're gonna have uh, uh, Mama Said, another great musical comedy group from Austin. Uh, uh, to wonderfully funny ladies on guitar nice. and um, yeah it's good comics good times good club good hang so uh, yeah guys well thank you very much for tuning in like I said Kat told you where to go get all the goods come and see us come and find us and uh, you know above all don't get caught don't get caught bye, bye.